Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Josh Taylor here with you. We're down to our last few minutes on this show. we got to get some more baseball talk in. By the way, that last 2020 update brought to you by Dollar Bank. Find them online at dollar.bank slash loan sale. Got a few minutes left here, and we got to talk some more Pirates. And joining me to do that right now on the Fan Hotline, brought to you by the Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Hall & Capitas. You listen to me often enough, you've heard his voice before. He covers the Pirates for DK Pittsburgh Sports. He is Alex Stump, buddy of mine. Joins me right now on 93.7 The Fan. Alex, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Let's close this out. Yes, absolutely. Let's start. Well, we'll close it out by talking about starting pitching. Uh, Cody, Ponce leaves yesterday with shoulder soreness. I know you had a lot to say about this yesterday on social media. One of the big topics over the past week, Max Kranick comes in Sunday, five perfect innings. Now, granted, it's not his fault that he had to leave the game because it rained, hour-long rain delay. He can't get warmed back up after you've been down that long. But a good enough debut nonetheless. He gets sent down. Cody Ponce comes up. Then yesterday happens. It seems like it just the bad luck continues as far as trying to figure out, A, getting injuries straight, and then, B, figuring out the right combination for the starting pitching rotation. Yeah, and the Kranich decision still kind of puzzles me, actually really puzzles me, no kind of about us. I mean, they were open saying that it was going to be, hey, you're here for a day, make the most out of it, and he did. But then they bring up Cody Ponce and they say, hey, he's just here for bullpen work. We know we're going with the six-man rotation, but he's only here for the bullpen. Hmm. So naturally he starts on top of this. So it. <laughs> It just didn't make a whole lot of sense, a whole lot of sense in that aspect. I'm high on Kranich as a prospect in general, but I, I guess that he probably needs more time in AAA. He's only had three starts there. Yesterday was his fourth, and he even got hit around a little bit. But you know what? If we're talking about meritocracy and players who actually deserve to be here, I don't know how you said someone down after that start. There has to be a way for him to stick around after that. Fair enough. Let's shift over and talk a little bit about Adam Frazier. Of course, he gets named the starting second baseman for the, last, for the National League. First second baseman for the Pirates in 54 years since Bill Mazeroski in 1967. But he gets a nod at second base. However, I, I posed this question uh, earlier in the weekend on the Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call, every night, 1035 Pittsburgh CW, um, about whether or not – and I'll ask you the same question. Does this feel weird knowing that we're celebrating – Adam Frazier getting that nod as the starting second baseman in the All-Star game, knowing that we might be close to celebrating his last few days as a Pirate if he is indeed shipped out? He isn't gone yet, so there's nothing wrong. And you know what? We've gotten to know Adam Frazier since 2016. It's been a long time. You know, here in Pittsburgh, he's one of the longest-tenured Pirates. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being happy for the guy that he's had a career year, and now he's going to be recognized by starting in the All-Star game. How about just that? A part's going to be starting in an all-star game as bad as this offense has been for most of this season. Point taken. <laughs> for the first time in seven years, there's going to be someone out there. So, but, no, there's nothing weird about it in my mind. Um, while we're on that topic of Adam Frazier, we heard John Heyman talking about the White Sox, their interest in him. The name Andrew Vaughn has come up. 
in your mind, does that feel like at least the beginning of a suitable return, or is there more that you're expecting here, maybe not just in terms of prospect, but maybe quantity or quality? How are you feeling about at least, first of all, Andrew Vaughn being a potential piece in a package deal? I, I, I'm not going to call you know John Heyman out because if he has information that I have, I, I, I'm inclined to believe it, but that seems like a gross overpay on the White Sox part. I mean, this, that guy is one of the top first-base prospects in all of baseball. I just don't see the, you know, trading Adam Frazier. And if there is even a whiff of that that Ben Cherryton got, I mean, I, I, I don't know if Richard Rodriguez and Adam Frazier together get you, Vaughn, wow. as, as depressing as that sounds. I'm looking more at someone like Kelly, their second-round draft pick last year who has a lot of upside, 19-year-old kid who we know Ben Cherryton has looked at. You know, he's liked targeting those guys, whether it's Eddie Yee, Pagaro, Brennan Malone. I think that is more in line of, like, a suitable starting of a package for return back. All right, I got to ask you about this. I talked about this a couple of different times during the show because it's just kind of driven me crazy when it comes to discussions about the first overall pick in the draft. I feel like there's been a ton of bad faith arguments made. It looks like anywhere you look as far as, as, far as either mock drafts or – you know, prospect rankings go. Marcelo Mayer seems to be the number one guy. He's been linked to the Pirates. Gun to your head, is Mayer the guy, or who is it in your opinion? Um, gun to my head, I, I would say Mayer. But I am going to preface that by also saying, A, the Pirates haven't made a decision. I'm sure Ben Sheridan is going to say those exact words hmm. coming up on this radio station in about an hour or so. <laughs> and uh, second, the difference between the – best prospect right now and say the fifth best prospect there isn't that big a difference mm. compared to like last year whatever there was a big difference between you know Spencer, Spencer Torkelson and Emerson Hancock whoever who whoever was fifth at that time so right now I am leaning a little bit towards Mayor I think he probably has the best upside out of anyone in that top five but nah, I wouldn't be shocked if the Pirates go elsewhere or if someone else just emerges to be the best out of that group Alex, sorry about the short time there. Our schedule got a little bit thrown off, but good to talk to you as always. We'll do it again soon. Do it again soon, man. Thanks.